0: Alright legends, welcome to episode 89 of Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie, I'm your podcast host, you should know this by now. However, if you're new to the podcast, welcome! Thank you so much for checking us out. And before we get any further, i got to give a massive shout out to Alexander Martin. Listen to the podcast every week, you're an absolute legend in my eyes, mate. Thank you so much for the ongoing support, and you keep doing good things too. Hey, there's plenty to get through on today's episode. I'm going to sit down with the one and only Tom Kennedy from Barebones. Now, I absolutely love this band. I first discovered them a couple of years back with their debut album, which was arguably one of the best pieces of music I heard from an Australian band who released a debut album in such a long time. So, you can understand my excitement when they released album number two, Ravel Minds, a couple of weeks back. We're going to talk all about the making of that and why you should go and check those guys out. And there is so much music news to get through this week, including a few tours, one in particular... From Polaris bringing a band I cannot wait to see in Australia. And I know there is plenty of you out there who feel the same way too about this band from Japan. But uh, we've also got new music on the way for Fever 333. and a whole stack more. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get into it with these guys who just put out their own debut album last week. It's called Light in My Dark. The band is called Ocean Sleeper. And the album was called Don't Leave Me This Way. Make sure you check it out. But here's that song A Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. You're busy
1: chasing-
2: I'm from Trophy Eyes here and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall.
0: with lavender bay on wall of sound up against the wall and those people in sydney would know their name because they got a Skywriter last week to tease the fact that they had announced an east coast tour for february 2020. you can catch them hitting the road on the figure eight tour now it's been roughly about a year and a bit since they put out their last album the american dream so maybe just maybe with this tour we might start seeing signs of some new material from the boys moving into 2020. Now they've also announced a special one-off show, which is going to benefit those who were affected by the New South Wales fires. This is happening in Newcastle on December 15 at the Cambridge Hotel, and you can get yourself involved with this. Make sure you pick up a ticket. All proceeds from the show are going to be going towards the New South Wales Rural Fire Service, as well as a friend of theirs and his family who lost everything in that fire. You can check out all the details on those shows at wallofsoundau.com. And talking about tours, we've seen a plethora of them get announced over the past couple of weeks, which. We'll talk about the big metal one that's happening in May next year, but we're also going to see the Butterfly Effect replacing Coheed and Cambria at Good Things Festival in a couple of weeks time. You might remember a few weeks back, they had to cancel their appearance because their drummer has to undergo heart surgery. The Butterfly Effect, in my opinion, are a fantastic band who have played music festivals for the majority of their careers, and they always do a bang-up job. So much so, I actually left uh, Arctic Monkeys when they played Big Day Out to go and check out the Butterfly Effect, and it was a much better show in my personal opinion. So really looking forward to that one as well in a couple of weeks time. It should also be mentioned too that because of a few scheduling conflicts the damn things have also sadly had to pull out of their appearance. But hopefully we see those guys head back down to Australia soon. Hopefully either for a headline tour or supporting someone in the process in the not too distant future. But the big one I Iron Maiden are making their way back down under in May 2020 and we are going to see none other than Killswitch Engage supporting the boys as they make their way across the country which kicks in Perth on May 1st and they've also just announced a second Melbourne show on Saturday May 9. All the details and more for ticketing you can find at wallofsoundau.com but right now let's get on this track which I think in my opinion is still the best song to be released in 2019. It's Kill Switch Engage with their song featuring former frontman Howard Jones. This is a signal fire on Wall of Sound up against the wall. <laughs>
2: Hey, it's Rick from Polaris, and you're listening to Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
3: This is a place I'm all too well And down here while I forget
4: time And I've and tried my best to try
0: Solaris with their brand new song, Masochist, on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. And the big news that finally got announced with those guys has been made. They've just announced their second album, The Death of Me, and it's going to be released on February 21 next year through Resist Records. Now, uh, their first album, The Mortal Coil, I have to say, a fantastic release. Once again, like I've mentioned before, a debut album from a band like this, which just went to show how good these guys really are and the thoughts and process that goes into making such an incredible album like that. So I'm really looking forward to see what these guys do with album number two. Now, they've also announced an Australian tour with a massively stacked lineup, which is gonna feature the likes of Wage War, Crystal Lake, and Alpha Wolf. They're touring that throughout February when the album comes out, so make sure you get your tickets right now. Now, Crystal Lake, in my opinion, are a great core band, so they're like borderline metalcore, deathcore. They come from Japan, and they've got a fantastically loud sound behind them. They're kind of a bit, in my opinion, heavier than Cross Faith. I guess, you know, Over the years, CrossFaith has sort of gone a bit more melodic. These guys are just straight up bullshit great, and I really want you to go and check them out when they make their debut in Australia on this tour. To get you ready for it, though, here's Aeon by Crystal Lake on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
1: It's great. It's great. The is exceeding. I have come down to see what they have done all together. We were damned from the sun, covered by glass of empty sauce, controlled by plastic size, no. Okay. No. Hey it's Monica from The Last Mata and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. To be clinically numb, diseased, or frozen, what's pretending just to be? Can I shake you from the comfort that you need? Defined, like we live just to die. what
4: you're there.
0: Marta with like a ghost and Wall of Sound up against the wall. And if you live in Melbourne, you can actually check out that band opening for these guys.
2: This is Tom Kennedy from Bare Bones, and you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall.
0: A couple of years back, this band completely blew me out of the water with their debut album, and they've followed it up with another fantastic addition to the back catalogue. Please welcome to the show once again, Tom Kennedy from Bare Bones. Welcome back.
1: Hey,
2: Brownie. Thanks, man. Thank you for your support. Thank you for those kind words and thanks for having me,
1: dude.
0: Well, thank you for putting out a fucking great album. I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of pressure personally for me uh, going into <laughs> this album because I had sprued uh, Bad Habits so much when it came out. I-, I loved it. I thought it was a fantastic first debut album for any Australian band that I've heard for, you know, God knows how long. And then Rather Minds comes along and holy fucking shit, you boys backed it up. Well done.
2: Man, thank you. It's so fucking cool to have it out. It's one of those things where you finish recording an album, you get the mixes back, you approve everything, and then you've got to wait like six months to put the thing out. So um, it sucks. <laughs> but uh, to have the record out there and, and to have people listen to it and, and get some feedback on it. Because you go crazy when um, the band and the producer and, and the label are the only ones who have heard it. You, you just want to show people. So. Having it out there for everyone's uh, a really cool feeling and and so far so good with the feedback, man. So stoked Alice.
0: That's the thing, like listening to this album itself, like it's got something for every sort of like heavy musical taste. If you like hardcore, you like punk, you like metal, like you're gonna find something on this album that you love and not necessarily fans aren't gonna like the same kind of songs, if that makes sense. Like if you ask a whole bunch of different group of people who like different styles of metal, like I guarantee they'll be able to tell you they like this song as opposed to that one and so on and so forth.
2: Yeah, totally man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um I guess I never really thought of that, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think you're right. There's um there's tracks on there that are gonna appeal to different people but Hopefully, um, like you said, anyone who kind of digs heavy stuff can take something out of the record.
0: Was that sort of the intention going into it? Because, you know, having a think back to to Bad Habits, all the songs kind of sounded fairly similar in a way that they could sort of roll from one to another, that kind of thing. Whereas if you listen to this one, it's anthemic metal. It also shows like a more mature approach to songwriting. I mean, there's more guitar solos for one in there. Like, is this bare bones proving you're older and you're more mature now, that kind of thing?
2: I don't know if that was conscious at all, man. Like, you know, us, we kind of just do what we want. Like, we just kind of write music that, that we like. And um, I think there was a bit of a conscious effort to to kind of embrace some of those heavier and darker influences that have always been there, but maybe only kind of peek through in, in little in little spurts. So, yeah, I think it was a combination of us doing a lot of touring with a lot of really... That's influential and 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 cool bands. And as that touring schedule wound down and we got back into writing, we just I suppose wanted things to be a little darker, a little heavier, a little more anthemic, as you said. And and just um, while still staying true to what we've always done, which is just write cool shit that we want
0: to hear yeah so during with those bands like the likes of prophets of rage rise again stone cell just to name a few would you dare say that like playing those shows and watching them on stage it gave you an understanding of like where you could take the band next level and and how you could go from like being like a party jam kind of band to like playing like a stadium like kind of show with this backing sound you've got behind you
2: i think it, it it taught like me a lot personally like just a next level of performance and and um like how to really be an entertainer and i think it also taught me a lot about what people connect with and i think that was more of a subconscious thing you know because like you said some of these shows were literally in stadiums and you're watching you know thousands of people every night lose their mind and you really see what it is that people are connecting with and that's kind of invaluable experience i think
0: yeah, there's so much to it. Like, um, I, I know you sort of, you know, go to, like, a hardcore or metal course or, or whatever, something along the lines of that, and, like, people want to hear that breakdown. They want to hear that drop. But, like, you guys have done it so much so that, like, the drop happens, but then the song instantly picks up straight ahead and, and continues on again. So, like, you keep that momentum going, and it's not just for that one moment that people are, are waiting for. It's, like, for the entirety of the song, they're entertained.
2: Yeah, man, yeah. It's, like, I think, like like I said, so much of... Music in 2019 and and going forward is the live show. Like, as much as streaming and that kind of thing is really big, like, obviously, physical music sales have gone down a lot. So, whereas you used to be able to express yourself a lot through the art of the band and people couldn't wait to get their hands on the booklet and that kind of thing, now obviously you have social media and that kind of thing, but a lot of it is a live show you you've got yeah. to do it and you've got to you've got to put something on that that people will want to come back and see and um and that's really where you connect with with people in real life like like you said social media is okay, great. obviously you have that instant gratification like you put a song out and people comment saying this is great but then it's not really memorable you know whereas a live show that's something that, you, that they're gonna remember and you're gonna remember
0: I'm glad you said that then because, look, you can listen, especially, you know, someone from my my perspective. I go through, like, so many songs a day and it sort of gets to the point where you want those memorable ones that stick into your head, stick into your brain, that kind of thing. But when you go to a show, you remember the moments that caught your attention. You remember, like, the way the crowd reacted to it all and, like, what you did personally to relate to that song and, and how it made you feel, that kind of thing.
2: Exactly. And I think the live shows where you really find out what the song means to you you know like a lot of the time people are probably listening to music on the on the train on the way to work or on their lunch break or you know while they're at the gym or something like that where you know you can't really like let your inhibitions go and just just fucking <laughs> cut cut loose Whereas that a live show you you can so yeah man like i think subconsciously we definitely wrote songs that we want to play live and that that we think will People will really dig and get into live, so it's important to us to have that connection.
0: All right, well, one song I can't wait to see you boys playing live is Axe to Grind. We're going to get that on right now on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. <laughs> opinion one of the greatest songs on bare bones latest album rival minds axe to grind on wall of sound up against the wall tk from the band joins me now mate give us a rundown of that one there didn't get released as a single so what's that to you and like what does that mean to you so we can listen to it and either take that on board or find our own story to relate to it
2: yeah man so to grind was um definitely one of my favorites too and it's a song that kind of grew a lot like there was a, a bunch of variations of it in, in the demo stages, and then it, it also grew a lot in the studio. And I think, it's, it's like, sonically, it's just, like, a fun, funky, groovy, heavy tune. It kind of feels a little bit, you know, like, I don't want to say lighthearted. It kind of feels a little bit, um, you know, just, like, groovy, and then it gets to that middle section, and it gets real, real heavy. Yeah. So um, that's one that we're really excited to play live. I really love it. I think one of the main things that i really love is, is the the vocal melody in the chorus it's just something that gets stuck in my head and the, that i really dig and um yeah man that that one's like it wasn't consciously not a single or anything like that it's one that we all really love and you know we might end up doing a video for it or something soon We never know so yeah i think like that one's just a good track to fucking blast in the car and blow some steam off It's um It's just a good, heavy, bouncy
4: track, man.
0: That's exactly how I felt about it. And like the rest of the songs on the album too, like this is something that you could potentially chuck on with a bunch of mates when you're driving to say, you know, Unify, for example, it's a road trip anthem album that doesn't let up from the minute you start it to the minute you finish it. So you've done well. I've got to applaud you guys for being able to do that because I know a lot of bands tend to, you know, do a bit of experimentation and they want to try some different sides, but this is just a fully fledged fucking heavy metal album. It's so good.
2: Oh, man, thank you. Yeah, I mean, that's like, that's just, I guess, like, what we enjoy playing. I think we'd get bored if we started to put in, like, four-minute instrumental sections in the middle of songs and shit. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Um,
2: I think, like, I fucking, I love bands that do that, but, yeah, I don't know if we have the attention span for that kind of (laughs) shit. Like, we just want it it to be sick and um, catchy and and, and groovy and heavy the whole way through. and, And, um there's definitely some elements on Rival Minds that we haven't done before, and um, but I don't think it's anything too out there, you know? It's... it's- just, it's just focusing more on different aspects of what we've always done.
0: And look, one of the things I wanted to talk about that you did differently on this was you honed in a lot more on your melodic singing approach. There was a period there where I was listening to one of the songs during my review and I had to hit up James to find out if it was uh, him singing or someone else. And he's like, no, no, that's TK <laughs> doing, doing uh, you know, a singing voice. It was a fucking incredible man. Like, Was that something consciously that you wanted to try and, and, and delve into so you're not just yelling and screaming the whole time?
2: Yeah, man, yeah, I think it just, like, it obviously conveys a different emotion, a different feeling, and um, it just sounds different, and, and it's not that um, not that I don't love heavy shit, too, I obviously do, but, yeah, I just wanted to put out some different stuff that was interesting to me and that I thought other people might like to hear, and Stevie brought a lot of that out in me, too. Like, I'd play in the vocals the way I had it, and, you know, it might have been all screaming, and, and he'd go... Why don't we try and put some melody in that part? And so he brought me out of my comfort zone with a lot of that stuff too. And I'm really, I'm really happy with it. And that's something that I plan on, um, on seeing where I can take in the future as well.
0: Yeah, well, let's get you doing some like really high pitch operatic like vocals, that kind of thing, <laughs> and like, unlike album number four.
2: Yeah, man, we'll we'll do um, we'll do our Iron Maiden tribute
4: on album <laughs> four. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right talking about iron maiden uh you know you guys have played some big shows in the past can we see you supporting anyone big in over the next couple of months heading into 2020 or like what's the future holding for bare bones
2: man locked in we've got our little rival minds album release tour and then to close out the year we've got new year's eve with Comeback kid which is going to be
4: fucking
2: yeah. psycho they're a band that We've been influenced by from the get-go, and and we love them, so that's sick. Um, And then into 2020, man, we don't really know. I heard Rage Against the Machine just got back together, so that's (laughs) something I'm pretty interested in, and as you mentioned, we did play with Prophets of Rage, so I kind of got my rage blinders on, man, and I'm gunning (laughs) for that one, but um, we'll see what happens. We've kind of always got these cool-ass shows in peculiar ways, so... It never really is um, it's something that we find out before. It's just uh, we, we never really get, like, a, a word that, hey, we might be doing this. It's like we get an email saying, do you want a tour with Stone Sour? And you're like, oh, shit, all right. And it's like, we need an answer in the next 20 minutes. We need an answer 20 minutes ago. And you're like, fuck, okay, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we've never really, never really had the chance to even think about stuff. So who knows, man? You know, that call or that email could come at any time. But for now, we've got... Our tour and that Comeback Kids show, and we're just focused on uh, putting those rival mind songs to work and and really representing them the best that we can, which, you know, we'll have some fun doing it. We're not going to take it too fucking serious, but... (laughs) <laughs> we'll kill it off there too, hopefully.
0: Well, we've seen what Barebones bones can do on your own uh, when you're in a support slot, and mate, it's all just a bit of fun. So go and check out these shows, grab a copy of the album, and spend New Year's Eve with bare bones and come back here at Crowbar in Sydney. TK, it's been an absolute pleasure. All the best, and uh, no doubt we'll chat to you soon.
2: Fuck yeah, Brownie, and I expect you to be my guest on New Year's Eve, man. Now Jason Alon from the Fever 333 and you're listening to Wallace Sound Up Against the Wall
1: I got my backpack with them bricks trying to build a-
0: single for Fever 333. It's called Kingdom and Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. You might forget... They actually released their album, Strength in Numbers, back in January this year. And it's been a long time coming, actually, since we've uh, been waiting for some new music. We've also been waiting for their return to Australia. Around Download Festival, they said that they were going to be heading back down under towards the end of the year. And, well, it is the end of the year, and we haven't seen anything announced as of yet. So stay tuned. Hopefully, we see some news from those guys in the not-too-distant future. And another band who I'm hoping make their return to Australia very soon is Raise Fist. Now, last Friday, they put out their... Their new album anthems the first single and it was a bit cringe just in terms of the lyrical content but the second one they put out is a great return to form for the guys and so much so I'm gonna get it on for you right now this is venomous by Ray's fist on wall of sound up against the wall <laughs>
2: and half and one ceiling, and you're listening to a wall of sound up against the wall.
0: Some brand new material on the way which we are going to see in 2020 and that is your first sample of it the band is called once human the song is called sledgehammer on wall of sound up against the wall really looking forward to seeing what that band do they were supposed to tour australia a couple of years back but unfortunately there was a bunch of issues with one of the venues i was supposed to play he was uh bringing them down to australia it didn't end up happening no rescheduled dates have been announced as of yet so keep your fingers toes and eyes crossed for them because front woman lauren Hart is actually an Australian. So, go check the band out, and uh, once again, let's hope they make their own way down to Australia next year. That'd be great, won't it? But sadly, that's the end of this week's podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out again. Don't forget to give it a like, subscribe, share it around, tell your mates about it, and let me know what bands you want me to feature on future episodes. I've got a bit of time coming up between now and Christmas. I am going to take a bit of a break of the Christmas break too, so let's try and get in as many bands before the end of the year's up, and uh, if you've got one that you reckon actually. check out, all you need to do is get in touch with me. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for Brownie Paul. Or if you want, join the Wall of Sound community. Just search for us, Wall of Sound AU. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and everything we do online at wallofsoundau.com But time for me to get out of here. Before I go, I want to get on this here. The first sample of Violent Soho's new material. The guys have been working on some new music, and I guarantee you we're going to start seeing a whole lot of this as the new year kicks off. A brand new album on the way, and then after their Good Things Festival performances, we should see some tours on the back of that too, which I, for one, cannot wait for. But right now, I'm leaving you with this brand new Violent Soho. A bit of a slow gem to take us out this week. This is A-OK on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie. I'll catch you real soon. They got overrated
3: beer. They got taste in new cheer. Yeah. Everything is A-OK. They will tie your words in now. Bet them out like angry gods. Everything is a o.